Scene one, Apple, take one. speaking with my friend Jacinda Patty, who is, as I like to refer to her, a multi-hyphenate in the entertainment world. She does a little bit of everything. Uh, we met several years ago, and I'm very happy to be back in touch with her because I was in Australia at the time, where she still is, and due to the marvel of technology, we've been able to start helping each other develop lots of projects, and one of the things I want to talk to her about is her one-woman show, Safety Banana. But before we get into that, Jacinda, if you could say hi and introduce yourself and tell us all of the things that you do in entertainment. Hi, everybody. Um, where do I start? <laughs> well, I have started in the entertainment industry as a dancer. I grew up dancing 20 hours a week at a minimum, probably. And that wasn't enough. So I went on and did some study as, a, as an actress. I went to film school. I then, whilst trying to get jobs in acting or dancing, I applied for a job as a puppeteer. I ended up touring around Australia for three years as a dinosaur puppeteer and with Earth Physical Inc, which was amazing. And still dancing, puppeteering, teaching, it just all ended, ended up molding in together. It was more about what job, not the focus on one specific industry. When I was dancing, I wanted to be acting. And when I was acting, I wanted to be dancing. It was a constant battle I had. And um, yeah, I just kept changing with whatever work came at me. I then went traveling for two years overseas, dropped everything, said thank you to all the people I worked for and left on good terms took my backpack and traveled around the world. And the goal was to see as many cultures and countries as I could possibly. I then had the bright idea to see what circus was all about. So came back from those two years and ended up in circus school at 28. And from that found clowning and comedy and mixed everything together, realizing that if you have a comic platform, I can bring the dancing, the puppetry, the acting, and I've essentially meshed it all together and created my own company, creating my own work. So that's, that's it in, in a short story. One of the things that's always uh, impressed me is that you are so flexible and, and able to kind of morph or move from one creative endeavor to another and, and as an independent artist like you said you know you, you kind of have to take the opportunities and, and go into kind of whatever job like oh you want me to, to do the puppetry great I'll do it oh you want me to do the dance great I can do it but it, it's been great to watch your journey into now kind of producing and creating instead of just performing so talk about how you went from all these kind of gigs where you were in other people's things to creating your own, uh, I was going to say program, but I guess a uh, project, which is Safety Banana. There was a very clear switch. I went from student at circus school 
to not being accepted into the bachelor degree of circus. And I just, I was in a new city. I wasn't in my hometown and I had to make a decision. Was I going to stay in Melbourne, make a life and just for, for the first time, put my work out there. I have, I work my butt off and I have worked my butt off for so many, um, so many companies. I have put dinosaur shows on in the middle of nowhere in regional Queensland on tennis courts where we're lifting dinosaurs over, over random things through squeezing, pushing, gaffer taping a whole show together. I just wanted to put my work out there. I work so hard for other people. I wanted to make it for myself. So I did uh, my first show, which was boxed in sideways, which was four women, four boxes. We don't fit into them, never have. It was running hot. It was through my blood. It was just pouring out of me. And it's this concept of putting this meaning on stage and making people think. Very quickly on opening night of that show, I realized after doing the rehearsal process, it is very difficult to make a four woman stage show with zero money and extra bodies. The opening night of Boxed in Sideways, I submitted my safety banana show, my one woman show into Adelaide Fringe Festival. I didn't have the show, I had an idea and I wrote the most vague explanation of what that show would be. <laughs> Thinking it could be about travel, it could be about women, it could be about this banana, it could be about blah, 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 boys, men, oh my gosh, my travels, oh, I'm single. So many ideas. All I knew was before that curtain opened for opening night for Boxed in Sideways, I needed to lock myself into the next project to keep this creating my own work and being, being in control of putting the art together. I think that's what I liked the most. Talk to me about seeing yourself as a performer and now seeing yourself as a producer. Well, <laughs> you are the person that helps me acknowledge that I am actually a producer and like anything, I don't ever, I don't ever think that I'm there yet, even when I am. So it took multiple side projects of filming, dance clips, photography sessions alongside of producing Boxed in Sideways and Safety Banana. It wasn't until Safety Banana was in its second development that I actually turned around and looked at myself and said, oh, I'm a producer. It was a year and nearly two years after, well, yeah, sorry, two and a half years after um, Boxed In Sideways. And I all of a sudden, sorry, actually it was, it was a year and a half after Boxed In Sideways 
that I actually woke up and smelled the hummus and realized that I was living my dream. Okay, okay, not necessarily, you know, making money yet, but it was that switch. And I guess I just realized I, I, I don't want to go back to working for other people. But if I did go back to working for other people and I did start to take on um, contracts and jobs, I sing in a, a sea shanty circus and we jump around as drunk sailors. So I only then started to take on work that made me happy to work for other people. Instead of taking jobs just for the sake of taking jobs, for the first time in my career, 12 years down the track, I think from finishing dance college, I was consciously making decisions about where I am as a producer, what I'm doing with my work and what other work I will give my time to. Not just willy nilly, that's probably an Aussie comment, <laughs> running around doing whatever I could at whatever point in time. So. Yeah. So in this evolution of you in entertainment, especially going from being in other people's projects to creating projects yourself, what's been the most impactful lesson for you that you could share with others who might be making a similar transition, whether it's from acting in other projects to acting in their own or from directing other people's things to writing and directing their own thing or whatever it might be. What have you learned in that transition from being a performer to producer that you would most want to tell someone else? I wish that it didn't take a snap in my life. It wasn't even such a negative snap to jump out and start believing in myself. So I guess I would say start small. And I, and, you know, looking back, I probably did. I started to create my own little projects, filming here and there, create projects and ideas that you have that are cheap, small and achievable and start there. Start with that, that great idea you came up with on the couch, put it up. If it's a photo, if it's a character, if it's a script, write it. Start doing all these things because one day you might need them as your bigger picture of um, being a producer and a creator. I have used my diaries, my journals, my photos, my ideas, that I've collected along the years in Safety Banana. I would never have known that it would have come out in a one woman show called Safety Banana where I talked to a banana for 45 minutes. I used to laugh to myself, this is what my career has come to. I spoke to a banana for a year. I spoke to a banana for a year and then the whole world went into lockdown when I thought I wanted to be social. <laughs> so, Start small, really, and get them, get them out of your head and happening. If it is a photo, if it is a script idea, 
I have countless lists of countless lists, countless. I have so many different voices that I come up with as well. Something I haven't had the opportunity to dive into. I would love to be a voiceover artist, but I have so many characters that I've come up with that I just, I record and file away. Get it out, get it happening. And eventually you'll get into the bigger picture, the bigger projects, or an opportunity might come up, but you'll be ready because your, your, your information and your creativity isn't stuck in your head. And I think at the beginning of Safety Banana, although I had all this external stuff, that feeling of this show, these ideas stuck in my head, I literally was exploding. My brain felt like it was exploding. So I think the more we can write it down, get it out, give it a go, you know, technology these days, grab your camera, talk to the camera, tell you, tell your phone your idea, file it away bit by bit. You just never know when you're going to need that idea you came up with 10 years ago. That would be, yeah, that would be my, my advice. We've talked about safety banana a little bit and you had that kind of thought explosion of, you know, it's, it's boys, it's travel, it's men, it's women, it's adventure, it's this, it's that. What is the singular message or purpose behind safety banana? And especially for like, if people are in North America or somewhere, they can't necessarily go see it right now. If you were just going to try and give them like I made safety banana for this reason, what would, what would you say that reason is? To encourage women to do what they want. I have always chosen my path, although erratic, I wouldn't, I wouldn't regret one wrong turn, right turn, whatever it may be. I was never told by my parents that I, you can't, I was never told no, I, I was never told you can't do that. Hi, mum and dad. So I'm going to pack my backpack and um, travel South America alone. Okay, we'll get your insurance. Oh, have you looked up insurance? Oh, do you know how long you want to go for? There were, ne <laughs> there were obviously negatives. My mum was wondering if I wanted to buy a house instead of wasting all my money on travelling. And, but yet they still encouraged me. And I think, you know, because of my privileges, I had this ability. I had this opportunity to do what I wanted, you know, to, to be a puppeteer, to be a dancer, to be an actress, to be a whatever the next thing, you know, to be a circus artist. It, it didn't. I wasn't told no. I wasn't told stop what you're doing, grow up, get a real job. Other people told me that, you know, passes by. I don't listen to them. But my immediate support network never told me I couldn't. So I eventually found something that I could do. And I am so thankful and lucky for that. 
that I want to stand on stage and tell my amazing stories and interesting blunders and successes and the world, honestly, the world is beautiful. And that is the message. And I hope that by telling my stories, I either encourage women to get out there and see the world or, you know, we create conversation about these things, about the great places we've been to, about the random men mishaps that we've had. It, it creates the conversation and it makes it just acceptable for maybe, you know, women that were told no or that you can't. So I think it's, that's the sole reason, but there's so many, there's so many other things that come into it. And I guess that's where the comedy works. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know where this can go. It can go so many different directions. This was a live stage show. It's not a film. It's not a web series, but you've talked about turning this into various other iterations and enabling people to kind of see it in other ways. So for these people, whether it's women that you want to inspire to go see the world or just anyone who would want to kind of engage with you and see the story, now that we are still social distancing, we are still kind of restricted to going and seeing live events like yours on a stage, how are you thinking of changing the show or doing new things with it so that you can bring it to people maybe in a different way than you initially thought? I was doing Safety Banana in Adelaide Fringe as COVID hit Australia, COVID-19 hit Australia. So as things were shutting down, I was standing on stage having to, you know, portray this message. I was standing on stage, nearly bawling my eyes out one night that the show must go on. I was then so angry because I was meant to do comedy fest, um, Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And that looks like it was gonna be canceled. Yeah, we just, we didn't know, we didn't have these uncertainties. My path for this year was Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And then I was gonna, hang back, socialise, like I said, stop talking to my Madonna, take the script that I have and put it into a digital platform. As I said, I'm so passionate about getting this message and these stories out there to women to make them feel not alone, that I believe digital is the way to go to reach a wider audience. So I've been creating ideas and ways of getting it up and running. Um, I think initially I will put the characters out and the stories through Instagram, which is safety banana and see what happens. Test, you know, test and see what people like if people enjoy it. And then, you know, being in lockdown, lockdown is dangerous for creatives. I've come up with a book idea. I've come up with another five ideas. But for Safety Banana, I essentially put the character's life into a chronological order. 
and I think I've created five mini series. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to film them yet. Remember what I said? Have the ideas, write them down. <laughs> okay. Write them down. I tell you this chronological Cindy's life is written down. How I'm going to create the five mini series that is yet <laughs> to be decided or figured out or funded. So yeah, that's, the big goal is a mini-series, TV series. That's on the pedestal. We're so lucky to have social media and these smaller platforms. So I've been doing a bit of filming. Cindy's been creating new characters. Just got to ride the creative wave in amongst, you know, our chaos of thoughts through this time. If people aren't <laughs> familiar with the show, introduce the character so people have a frame of reference. Uh, yes. Cindy is the optimist. <laughs> she, she's the dreamer. She's, she falls in love at the drop of a hat and she thinks the world and everybody is beautiful. It is her naivety, I would say, that <laughs> ends her, like, it's her naivety that she happens to run into sticky situations. And Cindy is the driving character of the show and it's her world we are taken into. So it's essentially, I am working on Cindy's universe and how she can be relatable to women around the world. So if people want to know more about the ongoing adventures of Cindy and the creation of her universe slash get in touch with you and follow what's going on with all of this creation, where would you say the best way to go, uh, best place to go is for them to do that? A couple of places. There's uh, on Instagram, it's Jacinda Putty is my handle or Safety Banana. I then have, my company has a website pattycakesproductions.com and all the information of what's happening will be up there and links and everything. You can, yeah, get to know me. Final question I'd like to ask, is there anything we didn't talk about that you wished we did? Oh, we forgot to say that the show <laughs> Safety Banana is... It has roller skating, contemporary, hip hop, Latin, ballet, tap dancing. It's got it all. And yeah, I think that's that's the that's definitely a. Uh, how do I turn all that into a screen extravaganza? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, I've been super excited to follow not only your journey, as I said, but also the the journey of the show. And I, I think that like like you mentioned that there there is a universe for the character. And knowing you and your work ethic, I know it's going to come to fruition. So I'm super excited to see the teasers and the trailers start to you know come out over time. So I just want to really thank you again. I think that it's really important to evolve and you've done that in both your performance side and your 
producing side, and you've also done that in your show. And so I think that that's something that we can all kind of not only learn from, but also aspire to do in ourselves, in our roles, especially in like indie production. You know, we all end up wearing lots of hats, you know, so learning how other people are doing that, I think is really great. So thank you so much for being here and I wish you all the best on the show. And hopefully we're going to get you over here to AOF one of these days. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for watching. If you'd like to support the show, please click on the link below. You can also contact me at my website if you have any questions about filmmaking or anything else. Off to the side, you'll see a couple of my books, Film Notes and the Film Notes Workbook. I encourage you to check those out if you'd like to learn more about filmmaking. See you in the next episode. Scene one, Apple, take one.